This is a bonus episode of Scripted Design, featuring 15 memories from students on the Scripted Design course at the Master Institute of Visual Cultures. Your regular host will be back soon, but in the meantime, please enjoy these memories from students on the course. This is a Magical 5th of December by Femk. All the way back to the 5th of December, 2006. I was together with my closest family, my grandparents, my mom, dad, and my sister Valerie. We were sitting in the living room and I remember feeling super excited, happy, impatient, but also a really safe feeling because I was so young and we were waiting for what felt like an eternity for someone to knock on the door. Finally, around 7.30, someone knocked on the door. Valerie and me ran as fast as we could to the door to quickly open it. And there, in the doorway, there were five bags completely filled with gifts for all of us. The rest of the evening we spent giving the gifts to each other. And I remember not worrying about a thing and living in this fantasy world in which I felt so safe and happy. This is audio file W03302 by Mohammed. It was the year 2018, a summer week in a new city, new experience with a group of old friends. I found myself lost in the beauty of this country, surrounded by different people with different backgrounds. It was really interesting to see everyone living in harmony and peace. People were happy and smiling all the time, like they are living the last day of their life. I was jealous. I really wanted to experience that, so I made a decision to make this week like it's the last week of my life, and I enjoyed every second of it. My trip started with a walk around the city. The architect was mesmerizing, like a field of roses. Most of the buildings had red-colored roofs when you look at them from the top of the mountain. By night, the summer heat cools down, and the streets get really crowded. The traditional music starts playing, and everyone is living in a bubble of joy. Can you guess what city that is? Here's an anonymous first memory. I remember one of my first experiences with fear. What is more interesting is that it's also a very early memory of mine. I must have been one or two years old. I was still in the baby walker. I was playing with my toys with my mom and all of a sudden she took one from me and started running around the house as i started to follow her i was running around and all of a sudden she disappeared i slowed down terrified and i looked left and right to try and figure out where did where did she go as i was looking for her she jumped from over the corner with my toy, um, scaring me. It was the first time I was literally in shock. That was my first experience with fear, the terror of losing and the joy of finding. This is I Did It by Anonymous. Six years old. It was late summer in Sanes, and me and my dad was planning to practice on my cycling. 
As always, we practiced at the same spot in our neighborhood, but this time it was different. I was going to practice on my brand new bike I got as a birthday present. It was a bike that all the older kids used. This one didn't have any small support wheels and it was huge compared to the other one I had. I had to stretch my feet as far as I could to reach the ground. In the beginning, I was scared. I was afraid that I would fall and hurt myself or that my dad would stop holding my bike and let me go. I started to feel the bike become steadier. I felt more secure that I had control. I felt great and I turned my head to tell my dad that I did it. I mastered it now and I'm not afraid anymore. But I couldn't see him next to me. I turned my head a little bit more to the right and I saw him far away from me, waving and smiling from ear to ear and shouting, You did it! You finally did it! In that moment, I felt afraid again. I'm left alone on this bike. But at the same time, I realized that I finally did it. I did it. I cycled by myself without my dad's help at this time. I speeded up, tested out my balance and my new skills. I felt strong, happy, excited. I could feel the warm summer breeze touch my skin while I cycled as fast as I could. I felt like it was flying. I felt alive, invincible, that I could conquer the world. I liked the feeling of freedom, this feeling of being in control. I managed to control this bike and I loved it. This is Last Summer by Lindsay Kuypers. Last summer, me and my boyfriend went on a vacation in his mobile home. We didn't have much of a plan. Our only plan is that we wanted to visit Switzerland and see the mountains, to find some peace of mind and some quiet. And we went there, we visited Belgium, France, Switzerland, but also Italy to eat some pizzas. And we spent a lot of the time sleeping in the wild. Sometimes we slept on camping sites when we felt like we needed a hot shower though. And at some point we even left our van and we went up into the mountains to go hiking. We went hiking for two and a half days and we slept in the mountains in a tent into the wild. And this felt very free because we had no obligations and not a lot of possessions. It was very good to find some peace and quiet. Nashrin has memories about a neighbor. When I'm sitting behind my working desk, I have a view of neighbor's kitchen. She spends most of her time in the same place. I can guess that she's washing dishes or cooking a meal. And then it's cleaning time. I never see her to have a guest or a friend. Her loneliness attracts me to watch her day and night. She's always wearing black. And then I ask this question for myself, how I look from her window. Does she describe me as a girl who's sitting all the day behind her computer? Does she ever notice that I keep eye on her? This is Roof by Linda. The stairs in his room led to the 60 square meters just for us. The sky and the sun and the long weekend ahead of us. The soft old carpet in the corner 
and on it drinks and cats playing around, my books, barefoot I was just observing, no need to interfere. A surprise visit, an old friend, hugs and ideas and jokes about the mess, an improvised version of croquet around the obstacles on the roof. Something about it was very funny. Their victory poses, their waving and calling me. And me, taking their picture. This is Running Over Bridges by Pam. Suspense. Waiting for a phone call or an email or one of our teachers popping up on our screen. Waiting to be seen. And then it happens, one by one, the laughter of my friends, the crying of relief, the hugs, the smiles, the sounds of champagne bottles opening and beer bottles clinking. We're looking at the cars rushing by underneath us. We're running over bridges and climbing in the trees, looking over nature, smelling the fresh air. Is this what it feels like to be truly happy? Pink skies, relief, pride. Freedom, my mom, the love, my friends and I biking with rays of sun on our face. I breathe in the air and I smile and I sigh. We did it. This is Beach House by Joris. I found myself in a beach house in a beautiful rocky coast area. At night I left the wooden door open and I listened to the warm tropical thunderstorms. In the morning I woke up by bird sounds that made me feel really far away. I made some food with avocados and cheese I bought on the road. I took long walks on the beach and the nearby forest. Whenever I needed it, I jumped in the water to cool off. My mind was so quiet. Then I realized I needed to go to the airport. I was about to meet a friend in a country we both never been before. So I packed my bag with worthless items. I enjoyed a long queue in the airport. It invited me to look around and dream away where people were coming from and where they are going. Then I boarded the plane. I noticed I was the only person which was wearing flip-flops. This is Summer in Boast by Clara. I can still feel the sun kissing on my cheeks and the wind blowing through my dress while running up as a toddler to my grandmother on the porch of our summer house in Sweden. That house was our refuge, our little sanctuary, where we would all gather each year, all the cousins, aunts, uncles, parents and grandparents. Everyone with such strong personalities, walking on each other, but still having space to wander and freedom to explore. There would be adventures daily, coming up with new activities and games, having a dance or theater performance with all the cousins to showcase to the adults. Not forgetting the environment, the long green path leading up to the Baltic Sea, the big fields with horses and sheep from the neighbor, where we would sneak at night to lay on the hill and gaze at the stars. This Berendine Veenman's memory called sleep Oh. 
I must have been around eight years old, nine, ten, and younger. It was night. My mom was sitting on the, the edge of the bed. I had my head on her lap. She was stroking gently, evenly, with all the time in the world with her warm hand from my nose, over my cheek, over my ears. Sleep, child. Shh. This is the Netherlands and I by Cynthia. The Netherlands and I. It's like a love-hate relationship with this country. I love it because I get a chance to living alone, explore new things, getting new friends, Live the life of being a student again. Yeah, but homesick. I hate it. Every time I feel so lonely and trying to reach out my family at night. There is a time difference between Indonesia and the Netherlands. I hope this feeling will fade away slowly. However, I got a new family here. They are Indonesian and they can speak Dutch. I learned a few words from them, like Hoi, eet smakelijk, slap lekker, goedemorgen, and my favorite word, doei. <laughs> this is the arrow in the song by Sixen. The Arrow and the Song by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. I shot an arrow into the air, it fell to earth I knew not where. For so swiftly it flew, the sight could not follow it in its flight. I breathed a song into the air, it fell to earth I knew not where. For who has signs so keen and strong that it can follow the flight of song? Long, long forward. In an oak, I found the arrow still unbroke, and the song, from beginning to end, I found again in the heart of a friend. This is The Caravan by Nike. Thinking about a moment in which I felt safe and secure immediately brought me back to the holidays with my family when I was younger. Every year we went on vacation to a country mostly in Europe with a caravan and a tent. My little brother and father slept in the tent because that was for the men. And my little sister, my mother and I slept in the caravan for the women, my father said. I loved the caravan because it was a capsule of a home which went with us everywhere and stayed the same from the inside no matter where we were. The interior was made of wood and grey cushions, not a typical modern caravan but more of a nice retro version. The moments in which it rained and we had to fold up the big bed my little sister and I slept in in order to make it a table for five were very precious to me. We were all inside that little caravan with the raindrops falling loudly on the roof and no one could harm or interrupt us. 
Looking outside, there were mostly nice surroundings, consisting of trees, hills, mountains or beaches, which made it more special for me to be there in that landscape in our little warm caravan, eating what my mother cooked for us. This is The Last Night by Valeria. When I first arrived, I cannot really remember how I felt. But I do remember that when we entered that place, we were always excited. The waiting for the tram before going there at midnight. And, well, the other were already sleeping because it was a bit late. Now I tested that thing again. And um, it was like jumping back to those memories. Another neighborhood, the tram stop, the nighttime, the runs to take the tram in time without waiting hours for another one in the freezing. The snowstorm in the main square... I mean, it never happened to me. The girl and the park and the river, the pink sky. The stop for school and the smell of coffee, the smell of food, the smell of meat, the colors of light, the wet floor, ah, a dirty wet floor. The last night I couldn't sleep. Thanks for listening. More scripted design episodes coming soon. In the meantime, if you want to share a memory, Just use the leave a voice message button in the show notes.